Hello, everyone, and we are back at My Energy Game, one more podcast. And this time, it's quite exciting. Um, it's something to do with virtual reality, uh, but we'll obviously we'll dive into it. Um, we've got Andy Etches, who is co-founder and sports director of Brazil. How are you, Andy? I'm good, thank you, Edu. Thanks for having me. Oh, you're more than welcome. So just before we obviously we ask you about different things, Virtual reality. What's this? What's virtual reality? And what's what's that to do with football or an athlete? I mean, what's what's the link? Um, it's a really broad question in terms of what is <laughs> VR, but but um in a nutshell, basically VR is a really good medium to to put to enable you to put yourself in any situation, whether that is in in leisure, in a gaming situation, um, or whether that is in work and and training in a situation that may be unpredictable or test you and so on. So there's all kinds of applications for it, from you know, pilots learning to fly uh, through to surgeons, going through um, learning how to operate in a heart, and then finally, obviously now, um, training footballers. Mm. No, excellent. Listen, Andy, now um, diving into what you do, I mean, obviously you are the co-founder and a sports director, we said, of Resil. Resil is a company based in Manchester in the UK. And obviously you guys um, are big, massive in, in regards of uh, virtual reality applied to football. Um, so how did that happen, Andy? How, how did you get into that business? Um, so we started, we started around four years ago. And just three founders in the business. It was myself, Adam and Gareth. And about four years ago, Adam and Gareth were working on a fan experience um, using VR um, with the ball at your feet. Really cool. Um, and they got in contact with me to look at seeing if we could basically help spread it a bit further. And um, saw it, and I was like, "This is this is way more than a fun experience. This could be an amazing training tool. This is something that could really help um, give players the opportunity to experience, um, give players the opportunity to experience everything that they were, you know, things that they want to experience in a real game situation, um, and give them an opportunity to be tested." And really try hard um, under under pressure. Um, over the last four years, we've basically developed into something that is really powerful, um, something that is trustworthy, validated, and um, is used literally at the top end of the game. And we've got kids training on it um, all over the world. Like out in Houston, we've got nine, ten-year-olds using the system, the same system that our first-team Premier League player will be using. And, and the idea behind, obviously, uh, just so everyone knows, I mean, Andy and myself have been now, you know, friends for, for a few months, almost a year, I would say. And we've been in contact. And I'm a great believer of virtual reality applied to um, coaching and training as a, as a new methodology. Um, I think technology, you know, it's, it's out there to be used. And, and we have used it with a few athletes. And, and I do believe it works, but... I'll ask you the question. I mean, how does it work? I mean, what's, what's the main thing that virtual reality can do today uh, when it comes to um, training athletes and obviously enhancing their performance? I think it gives you unique opportunities in individualized sessions. So we're certainly not ever taking any, um, anything away from training on the field, anything away from working one-to-one -one with coaches. Um, what we're doing is additive and... Um, and it's things that you can't do in the real world. I mean, if you've got one player that you want to work with on something where you need external stimulus, then you're probably going to need 10 people or 
five people or at least someone else in the room to pass that ball to that player. You might not be able to do it outside. You might be able to, you know, a player may be injured or maybe it's a non-training day. Um, there's just so many barriers that are put in the way sometimes when you want to do something with a player. With VR, you can, they can do it at home. They can do it um, in a medical room. They can do it anywhere. And you can present them with a massive array of stimulus. You know, it could be real game style stimulus, which we do. You know, we'll, we'll recreate game situations and ask players to make decisions. Um, or we'll provide a level of abstraction that's going to train a player's capacity to make big decisions on the field. We've got things that look obscure, um, like some of our drills, you would never, you never experience them in a game, but they're, they're looking at skills that are game skills. So, vision, scanning, um, decision-making, um, processing information, all in real time, all with the ball at your feet. Um, so all the neurological pathways are exactly the same. You know, you, you control the ball with your feet. You have to have a dexterity of touch um, all while you're making a big decision. Um, and because we've got leaderboards in there and because we've got, you know, real challenge, players treat it like they would do a game because they want to be their friends or they want to be their peers more like. Um, and it's, it's just really powerful. So um, obviously, so far, it's um, the development of virtual reality applied to football is about decision making, is about um, um, kind of like cognitive uh, training, right? Um, yeah. And, and obviously, we have, um, fun enough, I've, I've been using it with a few, um, with a few um, players here at the, at the club where I work. And, and obviously, thanks to you, by the way, because you, you guys came and, and helped us out. And it was, it was brilliant. I mean, just for the people out there who are listening to this podcast, I mean, all the players, the coaches, everyone who's been using it, they all kind of love it. And they, they see how authentic, how real it is, the experience. And, and it helps, you know, things like you suggested, decision-making, scanning, which we all know it's very, very important in, in nowadays football. Um, you've touched there a little bit as well in injuries. So is this something as well that, for example, I mean, touch wood, it doesn't happen to, to many of us, but, you know, unfortunately, those, those, those injuries do happen. I mean, long-term injuries. Is that something as well that could be used during a long-term injury? Yeah, absolutely. It's probably one of our strongest areas. Um, we've got a lot, of, a lot of players who are um, currently recovering from lower limb injuries. So we've got two live ACL um, injuries one player who's had two in, in the last 12 months um, and we're working with him and uh, getting him back on his feet rebuilding that confidence um, using some of the research done by I think it's Jake it's and then I don't know how to say his surname but over in, over in the US um, who's looking at um, all kinds of um, ways that VR and um, neurological training can have on um, those kind of injuries um, you know, from a preventative way which is it's interesting and also from a recovery way, which is fairly easy to understand the minute that you see how our system works. Um, there's a, a load of research going on in concussion as well. I'm using VR as a, as a way to measure and track recovery from that at the moment as well. It's just a really powerful tool because obviously we can, we can overload the brain um, without any physical impact um, or you know, a graded physical impact anyway. So it really helps you to build a player back up to the point where they're on the field. So that's, that's brilliant because obviously that's one of the main concerns when, when we have long-term injuries. It's um, whether the, obviously the player is going to 
it's going to lose the ability to, to, to play the game, right? And, but obviously with, with this method, with virtual reality, they can actually keep making loads of decisions and kind of like feel that they are still playing the game, even though they are not on the pitch with, with the teammates. So it's, 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 it's a great tool. Um, do you have any, just, just to change a little bit, do you have any anecdotes? I mean, anything that, you know, have you gone to any clubs or any players or have you worked with any big athletes and, and you know, any feedback or any stories from it? It's probably, there's, there's so many. Um, but I think the, the difficult thing is for, you know, us in football, where it's difficult to talk about what we can do. But um, we've got use cases ranging from F1 drivers. Um, we've got professional boxers. Um, and we're talking, you know, top of the game. Uh, wow. pros okay. Both of those fields um, wow. that people don't know that we do. You know, we, we, we're quite modest about shouting very loud about what we do. But, there's a there's a lot of abstraction and a lot of um, developments in new in new areas. I mean, I can say, for example, that Resil is going to be at the Olympics. There are Olympic athletes who will be using Resil to train. Um, well, hold, hold on a minute. Hold on a minute, Andy. <laughs> you've yeah. got some you've got some Olympic athletes using Resil right now in Tokyo. Yeah. Yeah. yeah wow. But again, we don't really publicize it that widely. I'm it's the first time we've actually mentioned it anywhere. But that is happening. Um, we've got kids, um, like I say, we've got kids over in the US who are at really young development phase and they're using the system um, and you know, finding it really useful to, to kind of grow those skills. But they're on the same linear pathway, you know, that you would expect that Olympic athlete to do or one of our one of our Premier League teams um, who currently, as of last late, last part of last season, used the system in a dressing room pre-game, which is crazy, you know, but it's, it's happening, it's out there, it's live. Um, I, I wish I could say who it was. Yeah, really <laughs> no. cool. I, I, I won't ask you. I, I won't ask you. But obviously, you know, you are saying Premier League. You are saying in the US. Uh, we've got obviously people in in the Olympics in Tokyo. I mean, what I'm trying to kind of like picture here for those who are not familiar with virtual reality and for those who are not familiar with these new methodologies and and strategies in in, in coaching is that it's real. It's there and it's accessible. And it's not like something like, you know, it's in the future, well, in the next 25 years. No, no it's happening now. It's in the now. And, and actually, yeah. my, my energy game, I mean, as you know, because we've, we've, we've spoken a lot about it, I mean, we are trying to develop something within virtual reality for more for mental training and, and mindset, which I think is also very, very important, um, as important as the scanning and, 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 and cognitive training within football. Um, um, so, so Andy, um, you said Formula One as well. Are you in any other, so uh, many more disciplines? So it's not just football, right? Yeah, um, we've been working with an NBA team last year as well, looking at developing some new products. Um, they're probably going to be more um, mid-range at the moment. Um, yeah. Definitely, they're going to be alive on our on our um, game that's coming to the Oculus the training game. It's the Oculus Quest in October, sorry, in August. Um, but yeah, we, we're we're spanning into so many sports at the moment. Um, we've got stuff that I can't really talk about at the moment, but you know, we, we'll be hitting all of the big American sports pretty soon. We'll be live in racket sports. We'll be live in boxing, um, and you know, we're just growing fast. I mean, I know, obviously, I know that. People that are listening to this podcast, um, 
should be uh, should be listening to the news soon. I know that you guys obviously have really exciting things coming in the next few days. Um, so that's that's really really exciting. Obviously, again, Resil, uh, based in Manchester, a company dealing with um, virtual reality. Um, I've been in your headquarters a couple of times, and I, I experienced the um, Resil experience, as you call it, and it's wicked. To be fair, I mean, I couldn't recommend it highly. I mean, it's enough. It's 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 really really cool. So, Andy, where, where is this going? I mean, um, again, I want to highlight this uh, for those listening to us. You are not saying that football now is going to be played through virtual no. reality. Well, no, definitely so, not. So, so let's exactly. So let's let's clarify this for those who are at home thinking, "Oh, blame me. What's this? I mean, are they taking our game away from us?" You know, no, no. Let, let's let's clarify this, Andy. So, what's what's really the purpose of virtual reality? Um, I think it's to to help coaches. To be honest, um, we're, we're certainly not trying to replace anyone um, or replace any part of training. What we're trying to do. Is, is give you tools that will help you better better understand players um, and better understand where they can be developed and um, also help players help themselves as well a little bit um, in terms of they can all, it's really easy. You know, you ask before about on the coach. Um, there's you know, some great ones in terms of a player can be put back on the field and, re- and experience what they saw uh, on Saturday's game. Um, but the coach can experience what they saw as well. So if there was a bit of point of conflict between the player and the coach, all of a sudden the coach can understand why the player made, made that decision or vice versa because the player can be put in another player's position and they can okay. see the game from their perspective and they can say, you should have given the ball to this player and so on. So it really helps you understand those decisions and there's no possible way of doing that other than in virtual reality. So it's, it's there to help. Um, it's definitely not there to, to replace or... Or um or do anything weird. <laughs> and, <laughs> and and also, so I suppose one of my last questions to you, Andy. I mean, um, how accessible? I mean, now it is accessible in the in in terms of you know it's there, it's real, it's in the now. Um, you you guys have already developed uh, different uh, games and different strategies, so so it, it it's it's validated. But how accessible is when it comes down to the money? So when it comes down yeah. to I'm an athlete and I'm not a Premier League player, um, I play in you know in amateur, semi-professional. How accessible is for me? So we've got two systems now. We've got what we call the index, which is available basically to teams and um, anyone can buy it. By the way, it's not. It's probably just that it is a little bit expensive now. Most people reach, but that is four hundred pounds a month, and that is that's it. There's nothing else to that figure um, unless you want to start to do customization. Um, and then, you know, if me or you wanted to go out and purchase our own headset and use Resil um, from August, early August, we're releasing a, a training game on Oculus Quest. It's going to be $15. That's it. Wow. And that will give you um, some of the, you know, there are Premier League athletes who are using that exact system that costs $15 in training um, pre-game um, and you'll be able to access it yourself. All you need is an Oculus Quest headset and that's £299. So the, the barrier to entry is really low but it's the, the, the benefit and value is super high. Yeah, and if you think about it, I mean, you know, I mean, we those who will love football, I mean, we do spend money in, you know, a new pair of football boots, uh, a new pair of, you know, whatever. So, so ultimately, I mean, we are not talking about 
big, big, big money. I mean, we're talking something like maybe the headset could be the only kind of like investment. But then after that, I mean, it's, it's pretty, pretty cheap. I mean, it's, it's cheaper than a, than a gym membership. <laughs> exactly. I mean, that's part of what we're doing as well. Part of the system is to look at, um, you know, just, just in more broad strokes outside of like professional player development and young player development is to look at fitness and, and to try and get people engaged in, in movement and, and all that kind of thing. So that's a big, the big goal of ours. And, you know, we think it is cheaper than a gym membership. And for some people, you know, in that couch to 5K mentality, it will give them that first step in terms of bringing themselves up to learning how to, to, um, to, to be fitter. But the, I guess the, the thing is you're going to do it. It's going to be fun while you're doing it. You know, you've got 20 of the best head goals of all time in there that you can, that you can do yourself. So wow. you can be rude all it, or you wow. can be Vincent Company on this. Um, and you can, you can score that goal and see what it feels like. It's, it's, it's amazing. Sure. I mean, I, I'll definitely be using it myself. That's for sure. I mean, I, I, I love it. And, and yeah, I mean, again, I just wanted to obviously get you into this podcast, Andy, uh, because, you know, we've been talking a lot in the last few, few months about uh, virtual reality, coaching methods, coaching strategies, and, and you've got me on board. I mean, I'm a great believer of what virtual, rea- virtual reality can do. Um, and I've seen it. I've seen it with, with, with you know, WSL athletes. I've seen it with academy players in, in, in CAD 1s, in Premier League. Um, so, you know, I've seen it in the top end. Um, and I do believe that, you know, it's, it's something that can really, really enhance the performance and can really help the athlete. Um, Thank you. Well, Andy, listen, I mean, I know that there are loads of things that you cannot say today, but that are going to happen within the next few days. So I wish you a lot of luck for those, those announcements. Uh, we'll be obviously listening um, <laughs> and hopefully we can catch up soon. Yeah, brilliant. Looking forward to it. Thank you for having me. No, pleasure. Thank you, amigo. Yes, thanks.